Hi, my name is Dr. Christy Lewis, and I'm a licensed naturopathic doctor and holistic nutritionist. I've been in practice for well over a decade and treated thousands of people. Something that keeps me up at night is if people know what to do, then why are they not doing it? If we are all trying to live our best life, then why do we compromise, sabotage, and avoid ourselves from making choices that will ultimately rise us up? A basic truth has been revealed. Behavior modification, as simple as it may seem, is very difficult to implement. Hence the birth of this podcast. In between visits are short and sweet shares where I will answer your questions about how to stay on track, support, inspire, and motivate you on your journey. See you in your struggles, affirm you in your challenge, and reassure you that you are not alone. Let's get started. it's Dr. Christy and you're listening to In Between Visits. I am carrying on the conversation today about mindset and I wanted to share with you a little bit. If anyone listened to the last episode of Mindset, I was talking to you about how I had done these podcasts uh, and I really like reached out and someone rejected me. They said in my words I wasn't inspiring enough and then the other one, um, I did it, but then they never, they never published it. They never um, released it, and I was feeling, you know, really defeated and like this whole inner critic. Who am I? And you know, proceeding forward with my own little project here, knowing that uh, you are out there listening. It turns out many of the patients I'm seeing are listening in, which is very cool. But, um, you know, kind of making myself small in it all. And so fast forward to this week where, as it turned out, uh, that podcast interview that didn't get aired did get aired. It just got aired a little bit later than what I had thought it would. And I'm kind of giggling now, but, you know, also managing some feelings of shame because, and embarrassment, because my, of my internal dialogue around that and this sort of idea around all these assumptions that I made, the assumptions around the person not communicating to me, uh, the person, you know, not giving me a fair chance and kind of victimizing myself and villainizing the other person all within this sort of like coping mechanism around not feeling good enough. And I share that just because I'm human and I think we often show up in this way in different areas of our life and we make a lot of assumptions. In fact, one of the very first books I read about self-help or this idea of awareness, personal growth was called Four Agreements by Don Miguel. And this is probably like 18, 20 years ago. And anyone who read, has read that and is probably smiling because it's, it's such a good little uh, book. And also, uh, if you haven't, then I highly recommend picking it up. And it really was that first book that made me think outside of the box and question sort of what I had normalized or the trance of thought that I found myself in. And one of those agreements was don't make assumptions. And so with this whole scenario, I'd made all these assumptions as a way to protect myself. And in the end, it was aired. And in the end, I 
I don't, I don't like to listen to these things after the fact because I'm way too critical, but it's out there in the world. And you know, all this wasted energy around me being wrong and the situation being wrong and the person being wrong had kind of got me caught in this trance. And it was a really wonderful reminder around how you know, when you're, when we're thinking we know what's going on, often we don't. Often there's so many other things at play and it really is about creating room for the potential of other, other scenarios. And, um, not everything is about, uh, really reaffirming our own beliefs. So we have these beliefs that we have, these core wounds often, and we live through the world of these beliefs. And a lot of them aren't very positive. A lot of them come from culture. They come from society. They come from family. They come from this idea around wounds of not enough or wounds of rejection or wounds of not fitting in. And we go out in our life and we look for these examples. And this was a core example of that. One of the things I'm going to like throw this out, there's a real vulnerability and I actually, I'm actually feeling a little weepy around it is I really hold a worth around, um, being not enough. And I feel I have to do more things and appear a certain way in order to feel loved and to feel a sense of worthiness. And so this whole scenario around this podcast was a huge, a huge edge of opportunity for me to realize that so much of my thinking about what was going on was really based on this belief system and such a great opportunity for me to be reflective and um, try not to then judge judge the judger, judge myself for you know getting caught in the web of all of this negative thought around this scenario, but also to realize that, um, yeah, that so much of how we go about our life is often based on assumptions that just aren't true. So that's a little lead in to what I want to chat about in more detail today, which is really about our, our values and how important it is to have an understanding of what our values are because the monkey mind is going to come in that monkey mind based on beliefs of not enough or wounds or whatever your own traumas are that are often very deep on a cellular level, even on a miasmic level. So like a family, like a family lineage and we're living our life from that. And if we don't have a sense about where our values are at any given time, then it's easy to get swept away in behaviors and thoughts that actually don't belong to us. And so I recently listened to, uh, actually, it was it's an audiobook, and the and the author described personal evolution as simply a process of shifting one's core value, and that really got me thinking about the importance of the values and how they play a role in lifestyle choices. So I've gone out into the world recently and talked about lifestyle choices and this idea that we're making choice all day long and this is really you know impacting how our life is and the quality of experience that we're having and so if we're in tune with our inner values that will be reflected to what is important to us so we will make choices that feed our mind and body and soul with ease and confidence not because they're right or wrong you're not like attached to you're not um, searching or uh, grasping to what you think you should do, you're just kind of in the flow. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that because there's a clarity about what's important to you. And the same can be true on the other side. So when you're misaligned 
Often you're going through your days, whether it be on autopilot or even with resistance, uh, suffering, because you're basically making a series of choices that are outside of your center. And they're often based on the things we feel we should do and what we've deemed important just because of the external influences. There's a huge challenge. I think never, well, I only know what I know, so I maybe won't make this broad statement, but I think I, I I know that the big challenge that we do have in today's day and age is that you know we are living in a world where we can really see other people's opinions all the time and, and even their judgments about the right way it is to do things. And we often get lost in daily habits that don't reflect that because we just feel so pushed with all the pressure. And this really, I mean, the first, this happened to me, it continues to happen to me, you know, it, the example is really after my daughter was born and I felt super overwhelmed. I shared with many people I had her late in life. I'm, I'm you know, quite proud of that. You know, I don't feel uh, sad about that. I feel uh, proud of that because I really didn't think I was going to have children and having her come, you know, as a gift for my husband and I, uh, you know, as I, as I was uh, turning 40 or as I turned 40, I felt, you know, so uh, blessed while at the same time I was really attached to how I used to do things. And I think this is really true of any mom at any age. I had a lot of Christy years leading up to having my daughter and that meant I was pretty clear about what I wanted to do and how I wanted to spend my time. And so being a new mom, overwhelmed, exhausted, and instead of kind of leaning into this value or the shift in values or the evolution of what was now important to me, I tried to do it all. I tried to, you know, find peace or to find a center with in this major life transformation that really looked like, you know, really looked like trying to do it all and still do all that yoga, still work in my, in my professional life, still try to, again, this might sound really superficial, but, but, you know, the appearances of having makeup on or feeling like I just had it together and sort of that idea around needing to have this old value system, what that wasn't right, wrong. It was just no longer fit for this new phase of my life, which included this beautiful daughter. So the reality is, is that we can't do everything, nor should we try to do it. And we really need to find out what is important to us so that we can actually move from that wisdom. We can't bring like our A game to everything. So, you know, we hear about A game and highly productive people and high performance and that drive. And it's impossible. It really, really is impossible. So, you know, when you're scrolling through someone's Instagram account or you're uh, potentially on Facebook and you see other people and what they're doing and we focus on that and wow, look at how great shape that person is in. They're really strong or look at that person who's professionally just got that job or those people who you know, are renovating. And it all seems very, very uh, sexy. It seems very exciting. And sometimes our tendency is, I think, one of two things. We either feel uh, jealousy or envy, which makes us feel bad, or we make them wrong in order to make ourselves feel good, right? Well, you know, yeah, sure, they're doing that, but they're they're not doing this. And I think one of the opportunities in that is to to just take a step back and realize that's just where that person's value is right now. That's just where they're putting a, a game energy. So if you're feeling less than, it's not about putting them down to feel better than. It's more about 
It's more about leaning into, oh, a curiosity. So that's where they're putting their energy. Hmm, I'm putting my energy over here and that kind of feels like I might want to move some energy over there. But it recognizing that there's a cost, that we can't do it all. And so it is important to understand where we want to put a energy or the majority of our energy and therefore understand that, you know, what is not going to get all of that? So how do we connect with our heart's desires while at the same time being selective where energy and resources go to? And the only way to do that, folks, is if you know what's important to you, if you actually lean into and let go of what's not. I truly believe that not living from our values has a significant cost. And so I think that a huge cost of that really is burnout. And I have a job, I have a, a successful practice because people are doing too much, not listening to themselves, myself included, you know, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not, I haven't solved the Rubik's Cube of this, but I do think there is this essence of trying to do it all in, in order to feel better. And that's going to result in burnout, folks. Like it's just going to involve in burnout. So we know that burnout is a natural or a dysfunctional, but a natural progression of an overused adrenal gland or an overused stress response. We can't hang out in high stress for years and years, months and months without having a cost to the body. And the cost is going to be ultimately burnout. And medically it is it is definitely recognized that burnout does exist. There's not great testing, there's not great support, but the reality is we know exist. If we take a look outside of that, if we actually even move beyond the physiology, we move beyond the adrenal gland and cortisol and adrenaline, neuroadrenaline, and even all the symptoms related to it, and we actually take a look at what it is, it is a disconnection with self. It is a disconnection from your values. Have you ever had one of those days where you go out and you're, you might be busy, so we'll just use that word. It's, you know, we might be very um, moving through the day with a pace and an uh, and a, and a intensity, and we come home and we don't feel tired. You know, it's that, or you've come home and you have that good tired. It's that feeling of being in alignment in that the things you're doing are feeding you. And then you have another day where, you know, it's based on a bunch of to-dos. You know, I'm going to make uh, some cupcakes for my my kids' school. I'm going to, uh, I have to go and I got to water this person's plant because they're out of town and I said I'd do it. They, you know, I'm going to go to the gym because I should because I ate too much turkey over Thanksgiving. And so much of that drive is exhausting. It's like you're putting that bag of potatoes on your back and trying to get through your day with all this extra stress and pressure. And so I think, you know, when we are living outside of ourselves, it's not only exhausting physically, but it's also exhausting mentally and emotionally. And that is going to impact how we be in the world, anxiety, depression, muscle tension, inflammation, immune challenges, and so much more. So this cost of not living in our values isn't, it's not a trite comment. It's, it's something that has a true, it's a true assault to the body. And when we are doing things that are in alignment with our values, that feeds our souls and is uplifting in mind and body, then the opposite is true. 
we don't feel that fatigue. We actually feel f- fulfilled. And, you know, we want to try to lean into those good days, those, ta- those days of the fatigue that comes from feeling a sense of purpose. And so now that you have a better sense about, you know, how values can influence your life, and maybe this is something you've reflected on, maybe this is new for you, perhaps taking a little bit of time to understand what your own values are, and really be like the mind is tricky. It's it's really sneaky. So I suggest really sitting quietly and doing a little bit of deep breathing, having a journal nearby where you know you're getting connected into yourself. You're getting connected into your own center so that it is that intuitive voice, not the mental shooting voice, but the internal uh, intuitive voice that is guiding you to feel what is important. And you know, once you have established that, you know, how it's really tricky to stay connected to that in today's world. And the reality is, is, I mean, we are going to do, I mean, if anyone's out you listening to kind of rolling your eyes, it's not lost on me that like literally, (laughs) literally after I'm finishing this podcast, which is something I'm excited to do, I have to work on my taxes. Like I, I, I am loathing this. It's like the part of being an entrepreneur is the part of being a naturopathic doctor that I just despise. And I got to do it. I got to sit down and organize those receipts. And so, you know, there is parts of our days and parts of our lives that are going to be to-dos, you know, whether it's to do the laundry or to clean the toilets or to do the taxes. It's just if those other areas of your life where there is choice, whether it's the difference between walking in the woods or going for uh, a class, a circuit training class, one is not right, one is not wrong. If you're going and doing those things from your own internal sense of self, then that's going to be uplifting. And the more that you do that, the more it will feed your soul to continue that momentum. So you know, I mean, I wish I could tell you that this intellectual awareness is is good, but unfortunately, you know, you do, it, it's not going to have, it's not how behavior modifications work. It's practice. So you can know something, you could be like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, like so much of behavior modification or choosing, choicing our days, being on top of, of, you know, what is important to us really is a practice. And so I suggest that in addition to, um, you know, in addition to that quiet time and that intuitive wisdom that you want to connect in, that you also stay curious about your experiences and really just check in, you know, as you're doing things, you know, even as you're feeling fatigue at the end of the day, is, is this that kind of, um, uplifting fatigue or that, um, that purposeful fatigue that Christy was talking about, or is this that like exhausting, like I just spent my day doing things that like really don't, nothing in my day felt like fed my soul and start small and start to shift, you know, so you can start, so you can make these choices from the new wisdom that you are developing. And, you know, I think the idea of trying to slow down and looking for the moments of slowing down, I was with a patient yesterday and um, you know who you are if you're listening to this, where her perspective around things was incredible. Just this ability to be in these moments of difficulty or be in these moments of uh, high stress and have a perspective of 
how can I learn from this? Or how do I find the moments within this? Um, you know, how do I, how do I shift my commute home from being something that's stressful to actually being time for myself, making that cup of tea before I leave my job as a school teacher and getting in the car and having quiet time and drinking my tea before I go home and mom three, three children. And it's a, it's a subtle thing, but there actually are times in our days where we may be able to utilize uh, some space for ourselves. And making what makes you happy and sad, just be aware of that. Like I said, you know, or when you're in the midst of something, how am I feeling? Does this bring me joy or does this bring me down? Is this a something I have to do or is this something that I feel like I should do? And I think a big one is also sharing your values. So sharing your values you know, in your daily life, as you're connecting with your family and friends, talking about what is important to you and the choices that you're making in your own life. When we, when we talk about these things, they become, we become more, have more conviction in them. We have more clarity, not to be afraid that our values will shift, right? It's not, again, the evolution of the human soul is a shifting of our internal values and not clinging to the old as I did when I became a new mom and creating space for the new. You know, as we're as we're sharing with our friends and family and being clear about what our values are externally, we'll also feel that resonance internally and then vice versa. So I think that there's huge opportunity for all of us in this around that idea of connecting with your values and also living from that place of uh, internal, uh, you know, eternal, internal awareness of what is important to you. So that's it for this episode of In Between Visit. You can find this at drchristylewis.ca. There's notes and blogs on this specific podcast as well as other podcasts and Gosh, I'm so excited that you guys are out there listening. It like I, the, the ones of you, you listeners who come to practice and um, come into my office and like, oh my gosh, I'm listening to your podcast. It's great. Thank you. And I kind of like look away. It's this bizarro thing where it feeds my soul to know that it's touching you while at the same time, it, you know, that piece of me that's like, oh my goodness, I'm being seen in this and I'm valued in this as, you know, for myself is it's a real, it's a real gift that you're giving me, um, to share your appreciation. So thanks so much and, you know, have a great day. Bye.